Well, hey, friends, welcome back to the Created to Thrive podcast. This is episode number 59, and I am going to be talking about having a faithfulness mindset versus an obedient mindset and why the difference matters. And I'm actually going to be sharing a discussion that I have with my friend Chris Cree from New Creations Ministries. And every month I join Chris on his um, Kingdom Mindset platform to do a live video discussion. And this is going to be um, some of our broadcasts that we shared. And I want to talk about faithfulness because as New Covenant believers, we are to live by faith in Jesus's obedience on our behalf. And it is a mindset shift because the greatest commandment we have is to love. And if we're to be letting love be our motive, obedience comes from that place. But we're really to be live or to be led by the Holy Spirit. And faithfulness is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. Obedience is not. Obedience is what I train my flesh to do, to follow Jesus. But faithfulness is the mindset in how I live. That's the transformative way of living from the inside out. That when I know God's faithfulness for me, his loving kindness, I will give God my heart. Because faithful means my heart is involved and choosing the Lord's leading. Obedience doesn't mean that God has my heart because I can obey without loving, but I cannot love without taking steps of action. Does that make sense? So do you struggle with this? Do you struggle with obedience? Do you beat yourself up with not obeying quickly? Or have you heard delayed obedience is disobedience and then your inner critic wants to condemn yourself? That's how I used to live. And that's when the Lord showed me a mindset shift to be transformed by the renewing of my mind, a perspective to see it's a loving kindness friendship that I have with the Lord that causes me to surrender my will to follow his versus a performance one that I have to do this or else because that's how I used to live and it was miserable. But when I started changing the way I saw my relationship with the Lord, that that intimacy, that to be like a marriage where I am one with him and he has my heart and I surrender and I give him my yes, it made all the difference in my faith journey. So that's what I want for you. I'm inviting you into a transformative discussion to think about living full of faith, because it is a fruit of the Spirit, versus having that obedient mindset. I'm not saying that you don't obey, so hear me on this. But what I'm saying is, obedience comes out of that loving relationship. Make sense? If you have any questions, friends, please email me, lori at lorikaysnyder.com. I will have this in the show notes message me on social media, because I do not want you to think that I'm not saying that we're not to be obedient. But what I am saying is, we need to have a perspective mindset shift to where we are living by faith, we are faithful. And God has our heart because he's a heart God. And my yes is already there because I know my heart has been established in his loving kindness and his faithfulness. And I want to be conformed into the image of Christ. And Jesus said, I would be known 
as his disciple by my love. And so love is the key. All right. So Chris and I are going to have this discussion. So grab a pen and paper. Also, too, I do have two more spots left open for mentoring, one-on-one mentoring. And if you want to grow in your faith journey, if you want to really know what it's like to live by faith and go to a new level in your intimacy with the Lord, this is what I help people do all the time. I help them not only know what God says about them, but also I help them go on a heart journey to see what are those deep desires of their heart that can only be met through having a personal relationship with Jesus. Message me at Lori at com. All right. Also, too, if you have not left me a review on Apple Podcasts, can I just say stop right now? And I'm going to ask, would you go to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review? You just click on the show created to thrive, and then you scroll down to where you see the five stars, and then you it'll say leave a review. Click on that, follow the instructions for leaving me a review and the, the five-star rating, and then share that with me. Email me to let me know that you did that or send me a direct message on social media so that way I can personally thank you. I cannot thank you enough for your support, your encouragement, because it truly is what keeps me going to share these messages with you every week. All right, let's get on with the show. Welcome to Created to Thrive. I'm your host, Lori Snyder. If you desire a deeper connection with God, want to know your value and purpose, then you, my friend, are in the right place. I will teach God's word in a simple and practical way to equip and empower you to become who he created you to be because you were created to thrive. to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go no matter how busy the season you're in access more has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually with podcasts from christian thought leaders such as christine kane lisa harper taryn wells and bob goff you can hear podcasts on religion culture family entertainment and so much more access more gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith start listening today at accessmore.com this broadcast, we have Lori Snyder. Last time you were on the broadcast, after we got off the air, you and I had a conversation. You brought up something and you really made me think, made me dig into some scripture afterwards. And actually, I took what we talked about and what I learned from what you shared and I was able to minister to somebody who was set free. It just, it was, it was a God thing. Like two days later, some, you know, one of, one of, you know, a ministry contact sent an email and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what you were talking about. That's so true. I would like you to share a little bit about how God showed you this. And what we're talking about is the difference between obedience and faithfulness and why that difference matters. Yeah. And, you know, praise God. And that's what it's all about, right? It's about setting people free to live the life that God has for them, that life Mm -hmm. in abundance overflowing, not just for us, but to help others as well. Mm -hmm. So really this began a journey, you know, I did not grow up in church. And so when I became a believer, I had to, you know, learn and grow and, and read the scriptures to know about God and know about what 
kind of life he had for me. And I was so focused on, I had been told, trust and obey. There's no other way. Mm-hmm. So I was so focused on obeying, but what it did was it caused me to have such a performance mindset and really that if I did right, I would get God to bless me. But okay. if I didn't do right, if I was delayed, right, that you, I would hear delayed obedience is disobedience. So I mm. had such a punishment type of um, view of God and myself. Mm-hmm. And it really was bondage for me. Well, and- and before we go further, though, I think it's fair to point out that you can support that viewpoint from scripture. Absolutely. There's Bible verses that, I mean, I'm thinking of when, when Saul back in the old Testament, King Saul, he, he disobeyed and Samuel, I mean, rebuked him severely. As a matter of fact, I've got that scripture here. I'd just like to share it just so folks can see that this is a common thing that you, you know, it's not something that is, is rare or, or, heresy it's it's in the bible yep. and, and i will lay that case and then we'll we'll unpack why it doesn't apply to us today but what samuel said he's talking to king saul he says has the lord as great a delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices because that was what saul did wrong was he was sacrificing as king when that was the priest's job right. and samuel who was the prophet and priest said has the lord as great a delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the lord Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to heed the, than the fat of rams. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. And then he goes on to say to Saul, because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he has also rejected you from being king. So it's a, it's a serious deal, this obedience. Mm-hmm. But when it gets out of whack, or, or, or tell us why. Perfect that doesn't work anymore. Well, it's still, we, we still need to be obedient, but there's okay. a mindset that I want to talk about. And, and, you know, we're transformed, not just by renewing our mind, but by really a heart application. And so what I started doing was um, really starting to understand because I was always feeling like I was doing things wrong and was mm-hmm. always such a baby Christian because um, I would see other people and I'm like, I, I just couldn't live up to the standard that I felt I had of myself or that God had of me. And so it really just began a journey of the Lord showing me the scriptures of, yes, we are to obey, but something even greater is faithfulness. Mm. And faithfulness means that we're full of faith. And out of that, we take steps of obedience. But I would um, struggle okay. with. So let me just pause for a second because what you just said is huge. You're, you're, you're so, so that everyone's clear. You're not saying that obe- we, we, we just chuck obedience and it's got nothing Absolutely to do not. with what we're doing. Right. That's not what you're saying. Right. What you're saying is adjust the priorities. Instead right. of focusing on being obedient, and trying to do all the right things and not do all the wrong things and all of that, focusing on our behavior, you're saying focus on faithfulness Correct. and let the obedience flow out of that faithfulness. Correct. Yeah, I am not saying that we're not to be obedient. That is not what I'm saying at all. I'm talking about a mindset, which is really a heart position that okay. we live out of. I'm talking about a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. 
you know, anyone that has um, had to lose a lot of weight, right? They have to take like a step of obedience. They have to obey certain things to, you know, not eat the sugars and exercise and they have to do the things, but it comes to a point where they have to have a lifestyle of that. It comes down to relationships. So when I talk about being faithful, mm -hmm. it's about relationship. And okay. we, so bottom line is, obedience is what the Lord showed me is really training our flesh. When you're young, immature, mm -hmm. like raising my kids, we teach mm -hmm. them to obey, right? Yeah. But it gets to a point when they're teenagers, we want them to be faithful because they have free will. We want them to grow and mature. And I started just thinking about everything that comes out of obedience has to be a love response, which really then goes to faithfulness. And the Lord just started opening up scriptures, but, you know, and using examples like marriage, raising my kids. And the greatest commandment we have is to love the Lord, your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength and love your neighbor as yourself. Yep. And then if we're looking in Deuteronomy, right, he then goes and gives the 10 commandments, but everything of those behaviors come from the standpoint of love. Because I was really wrestling with this trust and obey. And the Lord said, Lori, it's not a scripture. Trust and believe is really what I needed to focus on. The mm. believing and the friendship relationship with the Lord. Because if you think about friendships, you call your friend a loyal friend, not an obedient friend. Yeah. Your spouse is to be your best friend, not obedient. You know, I've done two marriages. I performed two marriages mm -hmm. and they both have said, do not put in there, obey your husband. <laughs> because we just Submit have this. Is little... not the same thing as obey. Correct. There's surrender involved and God's a God of order, but I, I don't want to talk about that. I want to stay on the fact of when I am full of faith, I will take steps of obedience, but my mindset is not focused on obeying. And if I don't obey right away, then something bad is going to happen because that is not the new covenant that we live under. Mm -hmm. And it's Jesus's obedience that I enter into the covenant he created that he made with God, the father, I enter into it by believing and trusting in Jesus. You're absolutely right. And, and I think of an old Testament example of that, the father of our faith, Abraham. All right. In Romans, it talks about Abraham and why God blessed him. And um, I'm in Romans 4, verse 20, talking about Abraham. It says, he did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God. Verse 21 is the key, being fully convinced yeah. that what God had promised, that's what it means with that capital he, what God had promised, he was able to perform. Right. And therefore, it was accounted to him for righteousness. So what that scripture is saying, Lori, which I know you know well, is that Abraham was accounted by God as righteous, not because he obeyed perfectly, but because he believed and was fully persuaded that God was able to do what God said he would do. Also know that Abraham 
behaved atrociously at times. <laughs> so it wasn't I mean, about his behavior. Okay, so Hebrews 11, what's it called? Okay. The Hall it's of Faith. The faith Hall of Fame, yep. It's not called the Hall of Obedience. Ooh, that's true. And then the Lord showed me, what is the fruit of the Spirit? It's not obedience. The fruit of the Spirit is faithfulness. Let's go to that scripture so that people can it's see faithful. it. Yeah, um, Galatians 5.22. Yeah. Um, so let me just, I'm going to throw that on the screen for folks because yeah. that's key. Because this is this is what the Holy Spirit empowers us to do. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, which is patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Obedience is not in that list, but Correct. faithfulness is. Correct. Obedience is a work of the flesh. We train our flesh to obey God's word, right? Mm. It's behavior modification, which is what I used to get all of the time. And it doesn't transform you. It will not last and you will rebel against it. And then now you're labeled rebellious. Which, so that, which they'll point to that scripture and say, you know, rebellion is like witchcraft and right. it just keeps on more condemnation. The more that you focus on obedience, instead of focusing on faithfulness, yeah. the more condemnation you feel because you'll never measure up to God's perfect standard. Correct. So that is where we've got to look at, <clears throat> I want to, right, we're to live by faith mm -hmm. and I am to abide in Christ. And when I abide in, abide in him, I will bear fruit. Well, what is the fruit? It's the fruit of the spirit, which is faithfulness. What yeah. is Jesus called? He's called in Revelation. Faithful and true. Faithful and true. Mm -hmm. What is he looking for when he returns? faith. Yeah. Well, will will there be faith found in the earth? Correct. So it's just a simple mindset of, I am not against obedience. So hear me on this. But mm -hmm. what I am about is I can be obedient and not love. Yeah. I can do it out of duty, but mm -hmm. I have no love. And so I've just totally, um, but you can't, that. you can't love and not be obedient. You can be obedient without love, but you can't be obedient or you, yeah, you can be obedient without love, but you can't love without eventually coming into obedience. Yes. Because Jesus said, if you love me, you obey my commands. Correct. But he put the love first. Love is Everybody tries to flip it on its head and say, I'll prove my love to you by my yeah. obedience. And that's right. not how it works. No. And our lives are transformed when we know how much God loves us. Mm. And that's where it goes back to always has to go back to the obedience of Jesus. Jesus, God so loved the world that he gave Jesus. Mm. Jesus came in to reveal the father to us. And yep. so his obedience shows us that love command is fulfilled. And so that is where, when I focus on, Lord, I want to be shown faithful. And out of that, I will take steps of obedience. But mm. here's the thing too, Chris, is so often, it almost feels like we're forced to obey. Like if we have a word from the Lord, we need to obey right away. Well, look at Moses. That didn't work out so well. I mean, he, so we yeah. will take matters. So what uh, happened? Hold, hold on a second before you jump ahead. You said that. I know what you meant, but a lot of people are like, what's she talking about? Moses obey. It didn't work. What, what you're saying is that Moses knew that he was supposed to set God's people free and he took Correct. it in upon himself to figure out how to do it. And he killed the Egyptian and then ended up in the backside of the desert because he had to run from Pharaoh because right. he'd broken the law or whatever. And he, 40 years, he had to wait before God came to him again and said, go set my people free. Right. So that's what you're saying is that, you know, Moses had, he had an unction from the Lord that, cause he was on the right track, but he was on the wrong timing. 
Correct. And then when God did say, go speak to Pharaoh, what does Moses do? Yeah, no, I can't do it. (laughs) And he keeps telling God, no. And God's like, okay, I'll send Aaron to you. So that's that delayed obedience. Moses wasn't being disobedient. Like we tend to label that. That's what I just have a hard time is when things are put on, like religion wants to put something on you to make it a heavy taskmaster type of mindset Mm -hmm. where God is always lifting up that pruning, right? We think, mm-hmm. oh, God's going to take away and he's going to hack off a branch like we, we tend to prune Lose here. an arm or whatever, yeah. That word prune means to lift up. Jesus is the lifter up of our head, our soul, right? We're to lift our eyes up to Jesus. It's always that equipping and encouraging and empowering. And mm-hmm. so it's, and, again, and, it's- And that mindset, Lori, is is why Jesus was able to say, come to me, all of you who labor and are weary because my yoke is easy and my burden's light. I never understood that. I didn't understand that verse for a long, long time because like you, most of my Christian walk felt heavy because I too was focused on obedience first rather than focusing on faithfulness and learning how to experience God's love because we love him because he first loved us. So until we have a revelation of how much he loves us, we can't even begin to love him and we'll never love him as much as he loves us. So focusing on, I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I mean, that's fine, but it's never going to get you there. But if we focus on how much he loves us, everything changes. Yes. And that's that surrender process. And I talk to a lot of people that have a hard time surrendering to God because they don't understand his loving kindness, his Mm -hmm. goodness. They have that more of that taskmaster, obedient performance, punishment style uh, relationship. And so once they can start shifting their mindset to know it's a love relationship that God so loved us, he gave Likewise, I so love God that I want to give. I mm-hmm. want to give God my yes. Yeah. And so that's what I surrender to. That's why I step out in obedience. But sometimes it takes my heart some time to process that. And, and everybody, everybody's different too. Yeah. Um, Lisa and I have talked about this a lot because, you know, the, the comparison we draw is that I'm a speedboat. You know, when, when, and that doesn't mean I go fast. It just means I change direction quickly. When, when I hear a word from God, I'm like, okay, let's go. Vroom. Whereas Lisa's more like the cruise ship and, and my background is a maritime industry. So I totally sure. get this picture. You turn the wheel and, and at first it looks like nothing happens. And then eventually it starts to swing. And then eventually you get around to the new course. Yeah. You know, Lisa is Uh, you know, it takes her a little longer to make that adjustment. Like you're saying, God works on her heart. And the the cool thing is when God's prompting us for a move, like this upcoming move to Ohio, he started talking to Lisa months before he started talking to me. She knew we were headed in that direction long before I figured it out. But the thing is, once I figured it out, I'm like, hey, let's go. And by then, God had been talking to her. So she was ready to go too. And that's the beautiful, that's that relationship that I I talk about. That's so beautiful that God knows you better than you know yourself. And just because God gives a word doesn't mean it's a now word right now. 
That is so huge, Lori. You know, I, I always assumed on the timing, and I assume the timing was right now. Again, I'm the speedboat. Sure. But a lot of times, God tells us stuff that's for you know some time in the future. He's right. just letting you know. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Well, look at David, King David. Yeah. David is anointed as a to child. Be king. But it was what 13 years plus before yeah. he even stepped into being actual king. Yeah. So that is where that faithfulness comes in. God is faithful. When we know God is so faithful, he will never leave us. He will never reject us. He is God with us, Emmanuel. When we know that, we will take those steps of obedience. But it's this faithfulness mindset. When you have that, that's that love that will do no matter what. And I know that I had you and Lisa on the podcast mm -hmm. and we talked about the power of giving your yes to God, mm -hmm. but you will only give your yes to God if you know that love is so for you. Mm -hmm. And that he's, he's faithful and that he's trustworthy and that he has only good things planned for us. You know, one of the things that I've learned over the years is that God never asks us to give up something except to clear the way to get something even better to yes. us. Yeah. You make a great point because I talk to people a lot that when they have a, an obedience only mindset, mm -hmm. what happens too is they get set up for judgments against God. God, I did all of these things that you said to do, mm. but yet I still am not blessed. Mm. So it becomes that performance. And mm. that's a real tricky spot because now we're putting a demand upon God yeah. versus that faithfulness where like, Lord, I know you're only asking me to do things that are for my good. And yeah. there is a timing involved and it not just is about my timing. There's other people yeah. involved. Yeah. We and, saw that. We saw that when we were trying to get to Scotland. Right. Absolutely. Right. And so we can't take on this judgment of God thinking we know right from wrong or his ways. He's outside of that time. And so that's where that faithfulness comes in to where I can be patient that fruit mm. of the spirit. I can be patient. I can be loving, you know, love, joy. I can have joy in my journey of yeah. waiting right now. And that is where it's really hard for people is in like what you're talking about, that waiting period where we know something's coming. We've been given a word by God, but it's mm -hmm. not there yet. That promise yeah. isn't fulfilled yet. Well, God is faithful. And we okay. always have to put our eyes back on him. So I will be faithful. I will keep taking steps of faith because I want to be full of faith. And and I think this ties in too, I, I think, because I had a conversation you know, just the other day with somebody who we were talking about finance and they were, they were having trouble, you know, seeing the manifestation and receiving from God and, and their issue, they were focused on the process and, and they were, I, in my opinion, I don't know this for a fact, but it seemed like they were putting their faith in the process instead of putting their faith in God and what he promises and what he says. It, that verse I read about Abraham, it says, Abraham was fully convinced that God was able to perform what he said. Yeah. That's where the faith has to be. We have to put our faith in God, in, in Jesus, in, in the word of God. Yes. All of this faithfulness is putting our faith there, yeah. not in a process, not in our obedience, not in anything, else, not in somebody else's testimony. Testimonies are awesome. They give us hope so that we can move to a place of faith. But if we put our faith in, hey, God did that for them, so he's going to do it for me, 
that's dangerous ground. Yeah. We have to put it in the scripture itself and in his word. That's and good. then we'll see results in the in in our lives. Yeah, that's good. And I love the example of Abraham because here's the thing. It friendships, relationships take time to develop. Mm -hmm. And Abraham didn't obey God, right? I mean, we look at Abraham sacrificing Isaac and we're like Abraham was full of faith, faith. so yeah. obedient. Uh well, let's talk about Ishmael. <laughs> and, and you can even go back further when God told him to leave the land of exactly. Ur and leave your family. What did he do? He packed up his family, his father and his cousins, and, yeah. and then went. And then he got halfway there to Haran and waited till his father died. So he didn't follow God's instructions. Completely. Right. He kind of moved in the general direction, sort right. of. Yeah. But, yeah, and took Lot with him. <laughs> yeah, and that created all the other problems down the road. Yeah. But he still was faithful. Yes. And he's considered the father of faith, rightly so. He's, he's an amazing example of faith, despite all of these shortcomings. Yeah. And so that's where I just want people to not beat themselves up anymore about their mm -hmm. performance. Mm -hmm. If they would just focus on God, reveal your love for me. Mm -hmm. focus on how much God loves you. And Lord, I want to live out of that reality to where I surrender to love. I have a yes in my heart. So if you ask me to do something or uh, even just reaching out to a person, call a person on a phone yeah. or pray for someone, right? That can be yeah. real scary for people. Taking yeah. that step of faith is what I call believing and trusting God, you're leading me to do this. You're only going to do this for my good and to help someone else. So I say yes to you. Mm -hmm. Just a and, different uh, mindset or really a heart set. And those yeses rarely are a big, massive thing. Yeah. Even with Lisa and I, where we said yes to Scotland, our yes yeah. really wasn't pack up and move across the ocean. It was, you know, yes to... Um, sending an email to start a conversation. Yes to filling out you know, or writing up a plan of how we're going to get there. Yes to downsizing our house. I mean, it was all of these little steps yeah. that added up to moving across the ocean. And it took two and a half years, almost yeah. actually three and a half from the time we said yes yeah. to the time we were able to be there because yeah. we had to go through more training. And there was all of these other things that had to happen before we could get there. And like you said, some of it wasn't dependent on us. We had we were relying on God to move chess pieces around the board and put other people in place. Yeah. And, and we were dependent on their decisions. And God had to move their hearts so that they would come in alignment with what he told us. We couldn't change their hearts. Yeah. God had to do that. So yeah. that's where it can be challenging. And that's where the faithfulness comes in because we, we inherit the promises of God through faith and patience. Yeah. That, yeah. that endurance, that long suffering. Yeah. And, but once we do that, when we stick to it and say, this is what God said, this is what I'm holding to. God does amazing things because yeah. we're again, putting our faith in what he said, yeah. not in a process, not in a person other than God, not in um, somebody else's testimony and what happened in their lives. We're putting it in what God said. Yeah. And one last point before we go. Mm -hmm. And, and this is what Fred had said about you and Lisa. He said, Lori, surround yourself with people who have yes in their heart, with faithful mm -hmm. people. And so that is something that we have always tried to do is we want to 
level up and we look at people who are people that we look at the fruit of their life, that they mm. are faithful, that they have a yes in their heart. And when you surround your or yourself with people who have a yes to God in their heart, you can't help but go to a higher level and mm. become that as well. That's huge. Yeah. And that's, you know, part of what we look for in, in our journey too, yeah. is people that one, we consider, you know, peers like, like you and Fred that, that were, you know, iron sharpens iron. And, and, you know, I go back to the maritime industry and watching the ships come in, the ships go out and, and I saw the rising tide raised all the ships in the Harbor. So we all grow together at the yeah. same time. We want people to mentor us like you're talking about who are ahead of us. So they're, you know, that we see the fruit in their lives and we want to learn from them. And we see, you know, we have people in our lives that we can help along the way. Correct. You know, I started this episode talking about a, a gentleman who he was really fixated on behavior and what he was doing. And it, again, that obedience. And it was, it was, it was just chewing him up. He felt yeah. so defeated and such a failure. And, and he was, he was convinced that God was upset with him and just disgusted mm -hmm. with him. And I had to help him seek. And fortunately, you and I had just had this conversation yeah. Yeah. and I was able to say, Hey, and I, I pointed to David yeah. and I said, look at David, you know, he, he was, you know, screwed up. He, he, you know, ate the showbread that wasn't lawful for him to eat. He was a murderer. He was a rapist. I mean, he was horrible in some of his actions, yet he was still a man after God's own heart because yeah. he was faithful. Yeah. And, and what I encouraged this, this gentleman was look at the trend, look mm -hmm. at where you were, when you began your walk with God, look at where you are now and see how much it's improved. Look at that trend. Don't look at the mistake you made today. Okay. Okay. Look at the trend of, of how quickly you repented, um, you know, how much less a mistake it was than some of the other things that you've done in the past. You know, the trend is what yeah. gives us hope, not the moment. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I just love that, that story that when you shared that with me, because that's what Jesus came to do is to set the captives free mm -hmm. and to show them the intimacy with the father, the oneness with father, son, Holy spirit that he makes available for us. And so when we focus on that love relationship, our lives will be transformed. And that's what, that's what this gentleman told me several days later. He's like, Oh my goodness, mm -hmm. everything's changed. My whole attitude's changed my whole outlook. And you know what? My behavior is changing too. It's like yeah. you said, once we get it in the, in the proper priority, everything settles out and it's amazing. And it becomes easy. We become more obedient by accident than we were when we were trying to be obedient first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's going back to that lifestyle of eating healthy. I, you know, as someone who has had to have that big weight gain or like where you were saying the alcohol, you don't even think about it anymore. That's right. It's not even how you live because your focus is so different. Yes. And so when we're focusing on, I'm a conduit of God's love, of course I want to do or be really. And I, the, the big thing too, is we be to do <laughs> not do to be. And that's a mm -hmm. whole nother teaching too, because yep. so many people are focused on what are you going to do? Well, first of all, we've got to know who does God who call us to be? Because Jesus yeah. called his disciples to be with him, yeah. to learn of him before they ever went out and did anything. Yeah. So. yeah. And again, it's not that we don't do, it's not that we don't obey, 
just so we're clear, everybody, yes. Lori's not saying this. I'm not saying that we don't do, we don't obey. What we're saying is when we put the priorities in the right place, that just falls in line naturally. Correct. Yeah. Thank you. Amen. 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 Well, I just want to tell everybody how to connect with your ministry. I know you've got it there in your, your video thing, but um, you can go to lauriksnyder.com, excuse me. And I encourage you sign up for Lori's podcast. Listen to the episodes, the wisdom that you share, and and the encouragement that you share week after week on that audio podcast is just mm. it's just awesome. So I encourage you sign up for that. You know, sign up for a newsletter. How, how else can people connect with you, Lori? Is there anything else you'd like them to do? Yeah, I do offer a few one-on-one mentoring um, okay. spots, but really the right now my my focus is on the podcast and I'm in the process of writing a book, uh, developing courses. So I have a lot of things in, in the works, but the podcast and then the one-on-one mentoring I do offer for a few select spots. So Okay, and you can find all of that on our website, lauriecarysnyder.com. Yeah. Lori, would you pray for folks as, as we end this broadcast and just kind of release a blessing to them? Yeah. Father God, I thank you for all those who are watching and listening. And I thank you, Father, that the entrance of your word brings light and understanding to the simple. And so, Lord, I pray that Holy Spirit will quicken a word that we said today to their hearts that will set them free of any condemnation or any weight of heaviness so that they can run freely to run the race that you have called them to and that they would understand the depth and the width and the length and the breadth of your love for them because faith works through love and i thank you father that we are called your faithful saints And out of that, we take step of obedience. We trust, we trust you. We surrender to your love because love never fails. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Amen.